Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Like, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, it's officially the Christmas season. Uh, you know, um, you know, we were on vacation last week because, you know, the holidays. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, we got a lot of fun stuff planned for this episode. Uh, we got some... Uh, some, we got we got World War Three possibly breaking out with Russia and Ukraine and NATO and Biden and everyone. And we then we got the the ultimate Christmas tier list song of songs. Uh, I slaved away for about ten minutes making this. And I just pulled a, a template I found and used that. But we're gonna do that at the end of the episode after we get through all the important stuff. And uh, and yeah, <clears throat> Jacob, did you have anything that you wanted to start out with? Uh, <laughs> Harry Doyle here, welcoming you back to another episode of Wahoo Baseball. No, I'm just kidding. Um, guys, it's been it's been a hot second. Um, it, it's it's been missed. You have been missed, and I have missed. Yeah, everything that has gone on. Um, but uh, I have had a lot of fun while I was on vacation, and I was taking some time off from the podcast to. Uh, right on my Substack, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of cool moments and things that I've been writing over there. Um, so if you're not subscribed, go ahead and do that now. Um, it'll be in the link will be in the, in the description. But that's where I'm writing exclusively right now, and I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm kind of doing some cool stuff uh, this week. I got uh, while I was on vacation, uh, three uh, records came in the mail that I ordered on eBay. So I'm gonna do whenever I. I'm gonna give an update on my vinyl collection. Just talk about music, because um, I'm something I'm, something I'm extremely passionate about. But I'm gonna just kind of not not give a review per se, because I'm not. There are way more uh, intellectually intellectually inclined people in music to talk about music and uh, give a give an honest review. But I'm gonna give my thoughts on it. What things I like, things I don't like, um, what the record means to me. And uh, the overall feeling I get from the music that's present. Maybe, maybe a little history behind some of it. Um, but there's way more, way smarter people to actually give you a review and a lyrical analysis and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've, I've cool. had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. I've had I a lot of have certainly enjoyed um, uh, reading through your, uh, your uh, substack, uh, commenting uh, frequently. You can see me pop in on the comments. Um uh, giving out some of my uh, useless uh, commentary on things that you are more enlightened on. Um, <clears throat> speaking of unenlightened people, uh, like, no, I guess it's not, you know, that, that's a terrible segue. Uh, did you see that, um, I'm just going to completely shift gears here. Did you see that Time Magazine uh, released their person of the year, or their man of the year? Was it Fauci? No, it was Elon. Oh, Elon Musk. Oh. Elon Musk was the number one person of I'm the year. I'm surprised they actually gave that to Do they still do man of the year? Or is it just person of the year? I mean... Uh, life form of the year. Life... <laughs> homo sapien of the year. <laughs> Biological life form of but the year. But then again, what if you don't identify as a human being? And I'm would, an alien, so I, 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 <laughs> so, so I would know. So I would know. My Reddit gender identity is actually a third gender, and I wrote in space alien. That's my, that's my gender on Reddit. 
That is positively because you beautiful. got me back on Reddit while we were on vacation um, to follow the Church of COVID. Oh yeah, isn't that, isn't that a great? The subreddit? Church of COVID is a brilliant subreddit, and yeah. I just I love because it's all sarcasm, and everyone understands it. So you, whenever you get a like a normie in there who comments something seriously, we just we just dogpile him. Yeah, well, see, the, there was one that was posted. I can't remember it was yesterday or today. Of uh, some of the lockdowns and the stuff they're doing in Germany, and there's a video of some German officers arresting some lady for whatever reason. And the comment was, "Germany does the Reich thing." <laughs> well, that and uh, that and whenever, um, whenever anybody um, doubts the virus or anybody dies from it, we always just said they didn't have enough faith. But instead of Spelled with an F, we spell with the PH, like like Pfizer. Yeah, faith. Yeah, that's have faith, and then you always say, you know, a thousand masks upon you, and yeah, it's also funny too, um, because speaking of the COVID stuff, uh, I don't know if you saw, you, you saw it because you showed it to me, and you wrote a thing about it about Jim Cramer. Oh yeah, about the how he wants the the military to get involved <coughs> in this is this is this is what happened while we were gone. He wants the military to get involved with administering the vaccine and enforcing the vaccine mandates. And if you don't, if you don't want to get vaccinated, it's fine. But you're going to have to explain yourself in front of a court. Which I, I thought, hmm. you got to be like a conscientious objector. Conscientious objector, sorry. Which, which is, which anyone that's still going to Jim Cramer for financial advice after Bear Stearns, is, you're, you're kind of just throwing your money away. But, I mean, come on. The guy's a financial guy, right? He ha- no, you should ha- you have nothing to do with it as far as uh, domestic domestic policy, right? If you can't accurately accurately predict uh, th- that something was wrong with Bear Stearns, something was wrong with the- with the housing market, when you're the financial guy on CNBC, I'm sorry, Jim, shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, this is. He said the federal government needs to require vaccines, including boosters, for everyone in America by January first. He said, it is time to admit that our government has lost the ability or the will to make our people do the right thing. Nobody wants to be the bad guy, so we've allowed um, about, we've allowed the uncoordinated health organizations to dictate ongoing, on and off, me- series of measures that mostly just leave us baffled and confused. Well, you know, typically, whenever you give the military, because like he's at, he's he's calling for for the military to take over this whole thing, and to do whatever measures necessary they see fit to make sure that everybody takes this vaccine. Um, whenever you give the military that sort of power, it's called it's called police state powers. Um, it's basically it, it's a soft coup. Um, whenever the military has the authority to say whether you can uh, leave your home or whether you can uh, go to a grocery store or go see friends or go see family. You've, you've at that point, declared martial law. The, the military has taken over. The military is now in charge. Now, I'm trying to think throughout history, um, whenever the military started issuing papers to people, um, whether or not you can uh, um, so leave your home or you can associate or whatever. Um, you know, my first uh, thought goes to 1930s Germany. Um, you know, and, and there was a little mustached uh, guy who had similar ideas. You know, you got to show proof of, of identification to do basically anything in that country at one point. Um, and it didn't turn out too well for the people who didn't qualify. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. 
it didn't exactly turn out too well for those people. Um, you know, uh, it, it, six million of them didn't qualify, if you will. Uh, they didn't have their papers, please. So um, it, it, history has has shown us that whenever you give the military this sort of power, or even look at uh, 30s Germany, you can go look at any other um, state that's had a military coup and the military takes over, which is what Kramer wants to see happen, um, it doesn't does, does not really end too well for the little people in that situation. Um, military coups are really, really bad. Um, that's what I always tell people. Um, I tell conservatives and I can tell liberals this whenever they say, oh, whenever Biden or Trump gets in office, I hope that the military just takes over. I'm like, you really, you really, really want that? Because I, I, I don't think you do. I don't think you really want that. Seriously ask yourself and seriously consider the consequences of what's going to happen if this takes place. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, nothing surprises me anymore. Absolutely nothing surprises me anymore because um, uh, I, there have been so many bad takes on this whole COVID thing from a whole host of different people. And, you know, I it just I, I guess I'm just so jaded by all of it that I just I don't I, I don't I, I just don't feel it anymore. It's just like, oh, wow. Yet another oh a celebrity said something stupid. Wow. What day is it? It ends in why? Oh, yeah, it's today. Yeah. Or if Jim Cramer has a bad financial take or a bad take on what the military should do with covid. Oh, is it today? Yeah, it ends in why? So mm. I think I think the thing. I think what's what's getting the most traction because of this because now you have a, someone of the corporate press, um, whereas before this sort of talk was really only um, delegated to the fringe parts of the internet, Twitter, um, those kind of places, or where you where you heard these sort of calls. Um, maybe you had some some kind of celebrities on. I don't know if the um, Alyssa Milano's of the world or you know those type of, of people, but you have somebody who, you know, whatever credibility he has. Um, in the financial world and in the in, in the corporate press world, you got a pretty pretty big guy, um, stature wise, coming out. It'd be like if Tucker Carlson came out and said that, hey, maybe we should, uh, or someone of his stature on the, on the left or wherever, who who is very pro um, the government um, having a say in what's going on in this pandemic. Be, okay, case in point, it'd be like if um, um, Sadan Lemon came out and said, I think I think the military should take over and be force jabbing people and if they don't want to get it, they have to explain themselves in a court of law and they're not gonna be allowed to buy or sell or be allowed to uh, um be a be a part of society. Which and, and, and here's the point again that I I, I I keep railing on this. What world does he think that, that he he's living? I know I speak anecdotally because of where I live. I live in the southeast. It's pretty open here. Folks, I was just in Orlando, wall to wall with people who, 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 the whole state of Florida is is open. You can do whatever the crap you want there in Georgia, hundred percent open. You can do whatever the crap you want here in Georgia. What world do people live in that that, that think that there's people that are still huddled down, and that we can just grind this whole country back down to a halt? There's only a few places in America that are still locked down. They still have all these crazy restrictions. But we are on the cusp of going back to normal at this point um, with 
with with with, with minor minor mask things as far as really now it's only reg really now it's only relegated to certain um, liberal states and private companies and then the vaccine stuff is getting shot down left and right i mean i have to write a new substack thing every single day because some court uh is throwing this out but where does he think that he gets the the not even not even the the legality but the political points to do something like this whenever america is basically basically over over it you know that's hopefully they're over it it's it's the same thing like whenever Fauci says maybe you shouldn't do Christmas this year. I'm like, where have you been? Have you been across this country? People are – baseball stadiums are filled. Hockey stadiums are filled. Everyone's going back to school. Like where – what America are you looking at? You know, that's where I have the biggest – one of the biggest um, issues with this is that just, you know – is it shows to me that these people have have no pulse on what's really going on in the in the everyday person of this country is they think that saying stuff like this and people will be like oh yeah well you know what um i agree with this you know yeah let's just let's just grind this whole country to a halt let's just give the generals of of america complete say over what goes on in this country that's a great idea let's just take 10 steps back after we we are on the cusp of going back to normal. Let's just take 10 steps back. And sprinkle a little fascism in there. Just a little dusting. Just a little dusting of fascism. <clears throat> yeah. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It's just, I, it's just so so tone deaf. Well, see, but they the way that the elites, uh, like the <clears throat> Fauci's and so on in the world, they, they don't look at um, everyday Americans as everyday Americans. They're the uh, um, the uneducated. They're the, the lower class. And so it's not all as... It's not as surprising to see that when they say those things because that's how they kind of view everyone. Um, but yeah, so Jim Cramer, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you know, big idiot. Stop watching his show a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it got to the, it got to the point, um, <laughs> and he said, and also he said also boosters. So remember, remember, um, I made the joke on Reddit. I said, um, I said a Pfizer, what like Pfizer three sixteen. Um, man shall not live on two shots alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. It's true. I mean, because now, because now, literally, you have Fauci coming out and saying that we're going to change the definition if it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. Yeah. When they're going to change the definition of what of what um, fully vaccinated means. <laughs> so it's 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 funny to see. Because you get all the COVID stuff, it seems like hopefully, potentially, possibly, might be winding down. Uh, I know Jimmy Dore is putting things out about how you know, it's time for COVID, <coughs> it's time for COVID, and when you've lost Jimmy Dore, you've lost the whole left because Jimmy Dore is the left. Uh, uh, whatever's left of the good left that right. we used to have. I mean, like even guys like guys like Glenn Greenwald are far, far past the the, the crap of the the COVID. They nonsense. see. Glenn sees through all of the passports and he sees through he's you're not you're not fooling him. Yeah. He knows what this is. He knows that it's fascism. He knows that it's authoritarianism. He, he you're not fooling these the smart people on the left. They're not you're not getting them. So there's always another boogeyman around the corner that we all have to be scared of because we can't pay attention to the domestic problems here at home whether now it's no longer covid we can't talk about the debt the spending the inflation the uh the very lackluster jobs reports mm. any of that we can't talk about any of that so we have to invent ourselves 
a new boogeyman. We have to invent the shadowy figure that we can't quite see, we can't, don't really know really what it is, and it just happens to be that it's Russia this time. I know, a big shock, Russia! So, while we were gone, some news about Russia been popping off, about how Russia is, is fixing to invade Crimea, or is fixing to uh, invade the Ukraine. And here we go again. All right, so this is, uh, this is the second time that I can remember that this has been going on. So what started all this for me is that there was this senator, uh, Senator, what's his name? What's his face? Senator, Senator Roger Wicker. So, uh, so there's, a, there's a big to-do about that the Russians building up troops on uh, near Ukraine. And that'll be important in a second because we're going to talk about Ted Cruz. Um, so Russia building up troops near Ukraine. And everyone's freaking out about this because, oh, this means they're going to invade Ukraine, which we'll get to in a second. So everyone's freaking out about this. All the NATO allies are freaking the flip out about this. Everyone in the United States is freaking out. You've got Anthony Blinken, Joe Biden, basically having a full-on conniption over this. So Roger Whitaker goes on Neil Cavuto, Team Cavuto. Now, Neil Cavuto is, I'm lukewarm. I think he's okay. He, he dresses well. But other than that, I don't know how good his financial opinions are. But anyway. So this guy, this senator, goes on Neil Cavuto. I'm not going to play the video because it's it's like a four minute video, but I'll give you I'll I'll give you the gist. So the questions come up about you know what are we going to do as far as a deterrence for Russia and Ukraine? What should we do? And his quote from this says, "Military action could mean that we stand off with our ships in the Black Sea and we could rain destruction on military capability." It could mean that, Whitaker said, it could mean we participate, and I could mean American troops on the ground. Even Biden had suggested about putting troops on the ground in Ukraine. Because that's going to work out so well. This is the kicker. This is what just literally blew my head off my shoulders. We don't rule out first-use nuclear action. We don't think it'll happen, but there are certain things in negotiation. If you're going to be tough, you can't take it off the table. I don't know, man. Is ending the world a place we don't want to go? Is it worth destroying the entire world over Ukraine? Could anyone listening to this pull out a map? Don't, don't go to Google Maps. Pull out an old school map and find Ukraine and find Crimea. Could anyone do it? Could you go to anyone on the street and say, hey, look, can you find me Ukraine? Can you show me the border that's in dispute? Because if you want to go to war, if you want to destroy the world by going nuclear, you're going to do it over Crimea? Over, over Ukraine? A portion of Ukraine that has historically been a part of Russia until the late 50s. For hundreds of years, it was Russia. Many of the people in Ukraine, in eastern Ukraine, speak Russian, identify as Russian. You want to go to, you want to spill the blood of every human being on this planet over this. I'm sorry, dude, but he, you know, he is, he is on the Armed Forces uh, Select Committee or whatever, so he gets the briefings about about the from the intelligence community about how 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 well equipped equipped um, these countries are as far as military wise, and anyone that looks at Russia honestly can say that Russia is not a military threat to 
us, to the United States. Yeah, I'm talking about the landmass in between Mexico and Canada. Not a threat. We spent more on our military, about a trillion dollars, which is more than half of their economy. Russia has an economy of about 1.5 trillion, give or take, uh, 100 billion here or there, right? That's their economy is the size of New York State. This is not this is not a contest. The only reason why Russia is a, an adversary of the United States is because they have a lot of nukes. The U.S. and the United the U.S. and the Russia have the mo, have like 90 percent of the world's nuclear arsenal. And these aren't the nukes that were dropped on uh, uh, Hiroshima or Nagasaki. No, the, the, that was child's play con- compared to what uh, these countries have now. I'm talking about ending the world. That's what this is. And you have these you have these loose cannons like Wicker going around saying, "Well, we're not going to take it. We're not going to take ending the world off the table. <laughs> not going to do it. You got to be tough, right? Russia's the big bad guy. You got to be tough." I mean, I don't see any issues with that at all. So anyone that can look at the situation honestly can see that Russia is not a threat to the United States. <sighs> this is just so stupid. When it comes to the Middle East stuff and this, it's so stupid. Because here you have people acting like that that, that uh, Ukraine is America's eastern <coughs> front. That somehow Ukraine was just created a U- as a U.S. state. It's the same thing with, like, Taiwan. Somehow, that's just magically, by the snap of our fingers, it's now a U.S. state or U.S. territory. Thousands of miles away, where the people don't speak our language, they don't share our culture, they know nothing about the United States, we know nothing about them, but somehow, that is our Eastern Front. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Tim Pool. I think he's great. But I see these headlines from his videos, and I'm like, ah, you're so dumb! If you watch the video, it's a little different, but if you read this headline, Biden to effectively surrender to Russia, ceding Ukraine's eastern front. Who? It's not his to surrender. It's not ours to surrender. If anyone's surrendering the, their eastern front, it's Ukraine. If, it, if you want to take a step further, it's NATO. Biden has no control over this, nor should he get involved in it. Anthony Blinken, put a sock in it. No one wants to hear what you have to say. No one cares. Russia, now, are they going to invade Ukraine? I don't know. Quite frankly, I, I don't care. Because that is not our problem. You know, here, here's a good, you know, Ted Cruz. Again, when Ted Cruz says that Russia is amassing troops near the Crimean border or near the near the Ukrainian border, I want everyone to look up a map. Just go to Google Maps real quick. Look up Russia. Look up Ukraine. You will see they're right next to each other. They're bordering countries, <laughs> just like Florida and Georgia. So when so when Nancy when Hillary Clinton goes around saying, "Well, there's Russian there's Russian troop movement going on around in the the eastern uh, you know Europe," oh, you mean she's you mean Russia's moving troops within their own country, and somehow this is a national security threat? What if every time that the National Guard goes from point A to point B, everyone else and the rest of the world freaks out that we're moving troops in Russia in, in the United States? It's so supremely stupid. So why is this happening? Why now? Is, there is no doubt that Russia is moving troops to the Crimean or to the 
Ukrainian border. It is happening. But why? If you listen to Ted Cruz, it's all over a pipeline. Well, that could be part of the problem. Pipelines are a big deal as far as natural gas in Russia, sending pipelines into Germany <clears throat> and things like that. That's a big deal for them. The Nord Stream Pipeline, you know, when, uh, by, or when the Trump administration put harsh, harsh, un, unneeded sanctions on Russia over pipelines, they couldn't do it anymore. Then when Biden became president, he reneged on those sanctions, so now they could start building a pipeline again. Again, if a country wants to build a pipeline, what business is it of ours? To not allow them to build a pipeline. I mean, would you agree, Jacob? I mean, yeah. Uh, I, you know, the the one thing that prevents, uh, you know, wars and conflicts is commerce. So preventing commerce leads to wars and leads to conflict, which we're trying to avoid. If we don't, if we're going to take the the representative uh, from that guy I mentioned earlier, if we want to, you know, blow up the world, then I guess it's really important. But anyway, so pipelines. Or, or it could be this. Or it could be something that's been going on for decades. And it could be, it, there's this thing called deterrent, deterrence, is that when you, know, you actively display military force through war games and whatnot to deter a country from acting badly. And deterrence only goes so far because deterrence can, can turn into um, you know, an act of aggression. Because countries can take that act as an aggression, right? So, uh, for a few years prior to Pearl Harbor, and it's interesting that all this comes out during the weekend, uh, the week of Pearl Harbor, the uh, the anniversary of it. Prior to Pearl Harbor, the U.S. the U.S. Navy would do all kinds of demonstrations near Japan about the U.S.'s military naval capabilities. This happens all the time. Every country does this. Well, when when the exercises were over, those the Navy would come back to San Diego. Well, they decided that they would leave the, uh, the all the Navy forces in Hawaii in Pearl Harbor as an act of deterrence. Again, what happened at Pearl Harbor, an act of deterrence, led to an aggressive stand, or led to on top of with the blockades and the embargoes, led to where Japan had no other choice but to invade neighboring countries and attack the United States because they were, that's when deterrence leads to uh, a hot conflict. So deterrence can only go so far. So keep that in mind. So uh, this is from, I've got so many articles on this, so I'm not going to read them all, but these are just some good ones. So from the Institute, the Libertarian Institute. Uh, so here, you know, here's a good idea. Let's not start war against Russia, not even a little saber rattling, or China for that matter, because even wars that have that no one really wants can be uh, blundered into. Many losers will be left in the aftermath, even if nuclear weapons were kept out of sight. No one would win. <coughs> so that a smart defense department computer says in war games, you know, than the movie, the only winning move is not to play. Again, if nuclear weapons were not used, there is nothing to win in Ukraine. Getting into a land war with the Russian military in this area really isn't a good idea because you're going to lose a lot of people over what? So the crisis du jour in Ukraine and before that it was Georgia, not the state Georgia, but the country Georgia. I know there's two. For those of you who don't know geography, that can be a little confusing. But former Soviet republics, both were former Soviet republics, so that means they, were, they once were a part of the USSR, a part of the Soviet Union. 
For some inexplicable reason, Russian rulers get nervous when U.S. foreign policy elite treats Russia's historical security concerns as of no consequence. Could it, could it have something to do with, uh, with the several invasions of Russia throughout Eastern Europe in the past? Uh, from the way that inter- the irrationally the Russians behave, you think that American counterparts never invoke U.S. security concerns or even bogus as a reason for military action. Uh, maybe it's time for Russian and, and American rulers to uh, put worries into consideration. So, uh, let's skip a little bit here. All right. All right. So, anyone who has paid attention to the U.S. foreign policy since the, the peaceful dis, uh, dissolution of the Soviet Union in the Warsaw Pact Alliance from you know, 1989 to 1991 would realize that American bipartisan foreign policy elite has taken precisely the wrong track by baiting nervous Russian nationalists at every turn. Um, to turn, uh, despite the promises to the contrary, the elite has led it. Uh, a charge to add members to the NATO alliance, tracking the anti-Soviet military and political organization right at the Russian border, staging uh, military exercises uncomfortably close U.S. sold weapons to NATO member Poland and from for the, the Warsaw Pact. So it's it, it's it's painfully obvious to see that what's been going on here started much long ago, started you know a long time ago, and. The problem is, is that when the, the Soviet Union fell apart, or peacefully dissolved, there were agreements made by Mikhail Gorbachev that NATO would not expand one inch past Germany. I do believe it was Germany. But what has happened since then is that there have been, that, that one inch red line, as people like to call it, has expanded 600 miles to the east towards Russia. So the red line moved from one inch to 600 miles as Vladimir Putin now would seek a promise that NATO would not expand further east into Ukraine. So what has happened is, is that since the promise was made to, with, between NATO and Russia that they wouldn't expand any further, guess how many countries have been added into NATO since then? Well, I'll read you a list of them. Hungary, the Czech, uh, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Lithuania, Latvia, Bulgaria, Romania, Slovenia, Slovakia, Albania, Croatia, Montenegro, Poland, all inching its way closer to Russia, inching its way closer to Ukraine, which for all these years, Putin and other Russian presidents have, st- have stood back and said, you know what, not going to cause any problems over this, not going to... Not going to get involved, not going to do anything, right? But now NATO is on the doorstep of Russia. And remember, they were promised that they wouldn't move one inch. They've moved 600 miles, breaking the promise. NATO, U.S. have broken the promises, every country they've gone into. Now, I, now, when it comes to NATO, I'm not a big fan. I think it should be disbanded because the Soviet Union's gone, right? It's no more. And... Russia is not acting like the Soviet Union right now. I think everyone can see that. So on <coughs> September 1st, President Biden met with Ukrainian President of... I'm not even going to pronounce that. I'm not even, even going to try. At the White House. Biden used code words for NATO encroachment when he pledged his support for Ukrainian uh, Atlantic aspirations. Don't know what that means. In <laughs> um, Americans' support for Ukraine being completely integrated in Europe. 
He then announced a new $660 million security assistance package in the addition to the $400 million in security assistance that the U.S. had already provided Ukraine this year. Having retreated 600 miles from Gorbachev's red line, Putin drew a new red line on December 2nd, seeking reliable and long-term security guarantees. Those guarantees would exclude any further NATO moves eastward and deployment of weapon systems that threaten its close vicinity to Russian territory. Right? So what this is, is that everyone in, everyone in NATO and in the rest of Europe is freaking out that Russia is moving troops in Russia. Right? So they gotta, that means they got to move NATO in closer, which, which Russia says, hey, you said you wouldn't do this. But you're going to do it anyway. But you're going to do it anyway. And then you're going to get pissed when I move troops in my own country? No. So this reminds me of the uh, of, of of the Frankistanza line. They don't want us there, so we're going. Yeah. So Putin is keenly keenly aware that the red line has moved 600 miles east. At the Munich conference on the security policy in 2007, Putin asked the world, "And what happened to the assurance of our assurance our Western partners made after the dissolution of the Warsaw Pact? Where are those declarations today? Not even one remembers them." But I will allow myself to remind this audience what I said. I would like to quote the speech of NATO General uh, Secretary Mr. Warner in Brussels on May uh, 17, 1990. He said that the time that the fact we are getting ready not to place a NATO army outside of Germany territory gives the Soviet Union a firm security guarantee. Where are those security guarantees now? Now, I am not taking the side of Russia I don't. I. I am not a Putin supporter. I'm not a Putin puppet, as everyone said. Oh, that I Trump don't know, was. Joe. I don't know. You're a Putin puppet. I'm not. I, I, you know. I, I. I am not a defender of NATO. I'm not a defender of the EU. I am not a defender of, uh, the 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 mil the American military either. I think they're all a bunch of they're a gaggle of idiots. But you are mess. You are playing with fire here. There is absolutely no reason to be doing this. Other than stoking the flames and, and enlarging NATO for no reason. There is no reason for this. The guarantees were a deception. The red line has moved hundreds of miles and it has become a threat. Seven years later, in its review of the 2014 Russian uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, we note that the ongoing eastward expansion and successive waves of, of NATO enlargement are contrary to the assurances issued at the highest level. In 2015, Russia's national security strategy would note that NATO's continued expansion and approach of its military infrastructure to Russian borders all create a threat to national security. So... Let's let's make this painfully obvious for everyone to see. Let's pretend for a moment that that Canada was made up of twenty different states, twenty different uh, countries. Okay, Canada's big enough; it can be twenty different countries, right? Yeah. And let's say for some reason that there was this pact of 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 northern uh, the northern hemisphere of countries that was going to deter uh, American aggression for whatever reason, right? So China says, "Well, we need to move this." This, this, uh, this international force against uh, American aggression forward. So they start going to all these different countries that would that would that are now that was that once was Canada, picking them off one by one, slowly moving closer to the United States, 
Now we're at the now we are at the border of between Canada, what was then Canada and now New York, right? We're staring at each other across the um, Niagara Falls. We're looking at NATO forces across Niagara Falls. Does anyone not see how that could be a problem? If China was on our doorstep in Mexico or in Canada, slowly moving their forces closer to the United States, does anyone not see how that could potentially be a problem? If China or Russia or whomever was patrolling the, the Gulf of Mexico or going up the Chesapeake Bay or, you know, doing donuts in the ocean around Savannah, do you think anyone would have a problem with that? Yes, you would. And to say otherwise is just ridiculous. That's exactly what's happening with Russia. I'm not defending Russia. I don't think they're great folks. I don't think that Putin's a great guy. But this is the big. But this is a big deal. All right. So the first guarantee was given on February 9th, 1990. The Secretary of State Baker assured Gorbachev that if NATO got Germany and Russia pulled into, uh, if NATO got Germany and Russia pulled its troops out of East Germany, NATO would not expand uh, east of Germany. Gorbachev records in his memoirs that he agreed to Baker's terms with the guarantee that NATO jurisdiction of troops uh, would not extend east of the current line. Again, promises made, promises broken. You can't say one thing and then do another, especially when you're talking about troops and moving uh, the NATO, which is like a military force, closer and closer to the country uh, such as Russia. The next day, according to West German uh, foreign military doc- documents, on February 10, 1990, uh, West German Foreign Minister Hans Dietrich Gerschner told his Soviet counterpart, I'm not going to pronounce it, <laughs> for us, one thing is certain, NATO will not extend to the east. And because the conversation revolved mainly around East Germany, uh, this guy added explicitly, as far as the non-expansion of NATO is concerned, this applies in general. So we get the idea, right? So what has been happening? Everyone talks about what happened in 2014. Well, there was a group of, of Ukrainian, especially in Crimea, which Crimea has, has historically always been a part of Russia. You can go back hundreds of years, it's always been a part of Russia. The people speak Russian, they identify as Russian, they voted to be absolved or absorbed into the Russian Federation. And everyone freaked out when Putin sent troops into what they say, annex it. Well, they voted to be a part of it. They also voted to that that they wanted to have Russia and Putin extend further west. He said no. Putin said no. We're not doing that. So is Russia going to invade Ukraine? I would say yes, only if there is further NATO expansion. Again, there's no reason for NATO to exist. The Soviet Union is gone. They are not the country they once were. They are not set, dead set on uh, world domination, making it to a worker's paradise. That's not, that's not going to happen. A lot of people will say, well, Putin said the worst thing that ever happened to Russia was, this, was the fall of the, of the Soviet Union. And you know what? If I lived in Russia, I'd probably say the same thing. Because at that point, uh, Russia was respected and feared by a lot of people, especially the United States. So when you go from the top to the bottom, yeah, you could see how that would be a big deal. Is Putin trying to rebuild the Soviet Union? Doesn't look like it to me. Doesn't look like it. Um, but, you know what, don't take it from me. There's a, there was a man on Tucker Carlson who was much smarter than I 
who was talking about this, and this is the guy that, that Trump should have brought in from the very beginning, but this is Colonel Douglas McGregor. Take it away, Dougie. Exactly. What can we expect over the next month or two? Colonel Douglas McGregor has thought a lot about it. He's lived a lot of the stuff. He joins us now to assess. Doug, thanks so much for coming on. Where is this going, do you think? Well, based upon your monologue, it's, it's hard to tell right now, but certainly the destination is uh, the land of the stupids. <clears throat> You know, what's really disturbing is that this is the eve of the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, an event that dragged us into a two-front war for which we were completely unprepared. And listening to the, the comments by Wicker and others, it strikes me that Joe Biden has lots of friends on the Hill, all of which are living with him in the early 1990s. They right. seem to think that Russia is prostrate, that Russia has no alternative but to submit to whatever we tell it to do which of course is ridiculous. If we challenge Russia on its doorstep, and by doorstep I mean Eastern Ukraine, militarily, we will be defeated. That's not an if, that's a certainty. And if we are stupid enough to consider the use of nuclear weapons to rescue our conventional failure, well then we're courting the destruction of the known world, frankly, and that's something we should avoid. We have really only one interest. You asked the, the, the key question, what is our interest in Ukraine or Russia in that area for, for that matter? We have one interest, Tucker, that is to prevent a war from breaking out between Ukraine and Russia, a bloody war with implications involving refugees and millions of people being displaced from their homes, moving west into Europe. We have an interest in preventing that. We have an interest in preventing a, a war in that region that could spread rapidly across the Black Sea, involve Turkey, involve Iran. We don't know. So we have an interest in doing that. And we know that if we can prevent it, we have to compromise. And compromise is the way to ensure that Ukrainians, the majority of them, who are Ukrainian, will live in a free and independent Ukraine. We're not doing any of those things. We're bent on some sort of revenge mission, which makes no sense, to humiliate and harm Russia. Why is beyond me? This is not the Soviet Union. This is Russia, a Russian state that rests on the foundation of Orthodox Christianity. It's back to what it has been for a thousand years. We should celebrate that, not try to destroy it. Maybe that's one of the reasons we are trying to destroy it. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Douglas McGregor, a wise man, wish you're in charge. So if I were president right now, if I were the one pulling the strings or if I had my strings pulled by whoever my master is, because, you know, we don't know Biden's not really in charge. But anyway, what would I do? Well, I would go to the head of NATO, their top general, their top dark helmet, their whoever. Dark helmet. And I would say, here's the deal. Um, we are not going to support you in a hot war with Russia. Not going to happen. It's, 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 as a matter of fact, we're cutting all of our funding as of right now to NATO. You know, you know, not one more penny goes to NATO. And if you keep expanding further, knowing that it's going to anger Russia for no good reason, we're not going to be happy. Now, Russia, looking at you, Vladdy, um, Calm down. We're gonna do it. I, as, as the as the American president, I would do everything that I could to prevent 
conflict between Russia and Ukraine. That's what, I, that's what I think America should do. If you have the biggest stick, you shouldn't be going around looking at every problem like a nail and you have the world's biggest hammer. No. You should be going around. It's a perfect example. Russia, Ukraine. Hey, knock it off. Stop it. We're not doing this. We're not going to get involved in these things, right? You know, you know it, it, that may seem like it'd be easier said than done after the all the carnage that we that the that the US military has caused and that the the generals and presidents have caused throughout the Middle East and other countries you know when they talk about you know national sovereignty or um, you know border disputes it's like wow you kind of did invade a country like Iraq for no good reason and destroyed a country who are you to say you know who are you to get involved with Russia and crime with Russia and Ukraine well you know you got a point there but still though Knock it off! Stop it! Stop this! Stop the new Cold War with Russia. Um, again, is Russia an adversary because they have nukes? Yes, that's all the more reason why we should be friends. Like like Douglas McGregor and Tucker Carlson said that Russia is basically going back to what they once were, which is a traditional Orthodox country. That's what that country was for the longest time before communism and socialism came in. Before Stalin and Lenin and Marx and all those crackpots, right? Before all that cancerous ideology came in, Russia was, you know, wasn't a, the best place to live because it's really cold there. But it was a it was a decent country that wasn't didn't have designs set on world domination, making a worker's paradise for the workers of the world. That just wasn't who they were. But now they're going back to that, and people say, "Well, well, Putin's you know homophobic and whatever." I'm like, you know what? I'm not playing those games. I'm not playing the games of who's who's homophobic and who's not, right? Because you know who our number one ally is in the Middle East. Yeah, that's right, Saudi Arabia, and they throw gays off rooftops. So I'm not gonna play the game of who's more anti-homophobic or not, because. Um, we have aligned ourselves with so many homophobic, <coughs> so many intolerant people uh, in this world that it's just it's a moot point. So get over yourself. If 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 me if if Putin comes out and says some you know mean things about gays, I'm willing to put up with that if that means that the world is not turned to glass. Can can't you see the difference here? <laughs> no, Joe. No, it blow it all up. It shouldn't be that hard. No, destroy it all. I don't know. What do you think, Jacob? I think this is a this this is a, a great performance and a great speech by you by someone who 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 has done a great job concealing all of that all of that Russian money you've been getting all these years. Um, you know how Putin signs all your checks directly. I think it's a great performance acting neutral on this and i gotta commend you joe you've done a great job you know i i am not a putin puppet but i do admire to some level putin i think that he is a he is a mastermind of statecraft when it comes to dealing with other countries more so than biden is and more so than a lot of uh, other leaders of other countries um you see the completely feckless just just beta male that is a macron or uh, what's, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. It's like, man, you're just just a cuck. Like he's just a, he, it's it's nothing. And yes, Putin is a short guy, but he's ex KGB. He would kill you. That guy could kill an entire army with a pencil. So there is a level of respect there that hey, this guy is a worthy adversary. And it's the same thing I think when when, <coughs> when Trump was president is that you know Trump and Biden are. are 
kind of the same person. They're a very braggadocious, you know, brash human being. Trump may be more so than Putin because Putin's very, you know, he uses his words like a scalpel. But, you know, it's they're kind of the same person meeting head to head. And I remember watching those the first time that Trump and Putin met. All the body language experts were just freaking out over how Trump is sitting versus Putin is sitting and the way he's scratching his eyebrow and whatever. It's like, I, I don't know if that really means anything, but still. It doesn't. But still, though, uh, like what their nervous tics are. And, you know, Trump doesn't have, a, have any. He just, you know, it, he's Trump. But it's just. Whatever, you're stupid. It's just to see the two of them in a room together was just like, man, we, we need more of this. And the same thing goes. Same thing goes for Xi Jinping in China. Um, as far you know, we've talked about this quite a bit with China and Taiwan. Um, you know, I would much rather have Xi Jinping and Biden or whoever it is. Uh, you know, let's 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 negotiate and let's have some diplomacy before we threaten to invade and bomb and sanction our, ourselves. Let's let's not let's not go there. Let's not do that because that doesn't help anyone. It only hurts people. So I don't know. I, you know, I could be wrong on all this, but I, I really don't know. I, I, uh, I just, to me, this is this is so easy. Maybe because of what, with my, I know my background, but the things that I read and watch, because it's just people who pick apart all this nonsense. And if you just read the uh, the corporate press, if you're just reading and watching CNN and MSNBC, if you're just watching Fox News. And they're they're saying how that Russia is is positioning itself to invade Ukraine at any minute, and you, they don't tell you why. They say, well, some pipeline at some point. They don't tell you about the NATO expansion. It's like, well, hey, this is kind of a different story. This isn't quite what you told me, right? And uh, Steve Bannon was on with Tim Pool, and he was like, yeah, this 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 is nonsense. We should not be getting into any kind of conflict with Russia. In fact, we should be friends with Russia. And I can agree with Steve Bannon, who, you know, I went, he was on with Tim Pool here recently. I was listening to it while I was playing golf. And, um, you know, I, I agree with like 95% of with Steve Bannon. 95, 95% where I'm there. When we get to economics, it's a, it's a different story because it just sounds like quasi-socialism and quasi-central planning, which I, I, I'm not on board with that. But still, though, it's like, man— this, if if Steve Bannon can see it, if if some idiot from the middle of Georgia can see it, then you can too. This isn't that hard. Just turn off cable, just turn off the corporate press, put down the New York Times, and pick up the antiwar.com. That's all I gotta say. How so, do you pick up a website? Or click over to antiwar.com. L- listen to Scott Horton. Hold on. Hold listen on. to Douglas hold McGregor. On. Let me pick up some of that Twitter real quick. <laughs> yeah. Pick Have up you Twitter. Picked up Twitter recently? Yeah. Pick up Reddit. You know. So, yeah. So, anything else you want to mention on that? Nah, man. I'm good. I think that you are way more knowledgeable about this kind of stuff than I am. So, so I would I would love, I would love to have uh, someone like Scott Horton on the show. I th- He probably would do it. Yeah, um, maybe. But just to talk about this kind of stuff. I think that I would, to me, that would be so f- just awesome. All right, so enough about the World War Three. Let's get into Christmas songs. That's World War Four right here. Okay, now we spent some time before the show happened, before we started the show, and we made the English, tears. English, Jacob. English. Yes, we made all the tears. Now I just gotta double check what. Okay. I can read them off. Okay, yeah, read them off, and all then right. we need to. 
context and remember we're judging these songs based on the same way we judge the movies it's just our opinion are they again just our opinion but to be fair though it's pretty objective what we're, we're, we're about to say is the song a good song if the song was singing about anything else besides christmas christmas would it be a good song on its own? If you would just listen to the instrumental version of the song, not so much the lyrics. Well, even if you had, like, like the same melody, but it was about a different topic, would it still hold up on its own? Remember, that's another topic. Right. That's another thing that we're factoring into this, this, this tier list here. Okay. So the first tier, the, the, number, the top tier, the number one, the apex, the zenith, the Xanadu of the number one, is the god tier level. Don't expect too many to fall up there. Right. Under that, we have pretty good, then it's okay, then background music, meh. Which background music is a song that you don't really like, but you don't hate enough to turn off. It's not so off-putting that you have to change it. Yes. And then there's meh. Meh is kind of like, okay, eh, all right, skip. No, come no, on, no come opinion. On. Come on, skip it. Then there's trash. Which is pretty self-explanatory. And then not good. Okay, <laughs> not good. There's a difference between trash and not good. Okay, we're pulling a, 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 a little, a little, a little. We're, we're stealing some, we're stealing some of the Anthony Fantano reviews here. Okay, trash is straight up is a, is a bad song. It is bad. It is pretty much, pretty much no one likes this. Okay, bottom it's, of it's the a barrel. bad bottom of the barrel. <clears throat> not good is a song that is trash, but for some godforsaken reason everybody likes this song i think i know which song is going there first but we'll leave you in okay suspense. okay but for some reason someone's like oh my gosh i love this song so much and we're like why why this is the same the uh, same thing with like how with like jim carrey's how the grinch stole christmas why do you like this why <laughs> just i can't understand it's so bad and it's not even like like there are bad songs and bad movies that you can like, but it's just not. It doesn't fall into that category. Right. Okay, so you ready to get started? Okay, and if we don't know one, let's just skip it. Okay. Which I mean, I should know. We all should know these. most of these. All right. Uh, Twelve days of Christmas. I On mean, the first it's kind day of, of <laughs> background music. Background music. I I I. I, I, I I I, 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 I could couldn't tell you when the last time I like put that song on. I was like, "Hey, Joe, listen to Twelve Days of Christmas." All right. I mean, it's a classic. It's it's a classic song. It stayed around. It's, so, all right, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, the Bill Cosby song. <laughs> God tier. It's got to go. God. Are you serious? Are you serious? I was thinking, man. Hey, what's in this drink? And Bill Cosby's like, "Oh, I'll tell you what's in this drink." <laughs> I made you America's dad. Hey, hey, hey! I think we should skip this. <laughs> no, we we gotta put it seriously. Uh, I'm thinking meh. Yeah, okay, put it in the meh category. You know, we we can after we get all these on the board, we'll, we will revise. The okay. Um, uh, let's see. Backdoor Santa? Never heard of that one. Skip it. All right. Uh, this is from the Nap- the Napoleon Express. This is from the Polar Express. Josh Groban's Believe. Oh, uh, that's the song that the kids sing as they cross in the North Pole. Uh, the, if it's you at, just believe. I think it's at, the, it's at the end of the movie. Yeah. So I think it's just background music. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, background music. Josh Groban is a, is a fantastic singer, but uh, it's just back. Yeah. Put it in background music. Okay. I don't, I, 
I wouldn't skip it if it came on the radio, but like it's just not not good. All right, so we'll also have to judge judge these by the artist that was chosen on this list. So it's a classic song, but it's chosen by a, a different artist. Does that make sense? So if like, can we give you we give an if example? If like if like Justin Bieber sings White Christmas, it's gonna go in, into the not good category, right? Okay. So so there, our next option here is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, but it's Michael Blue Blay. Oh, Michael, oh, Michael, Michael Bubble. Bubble. So, uh, so because it's Michael Blue Blay, I would automatically put it in the probably the okay category. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I mean, look, Michael Bubble is a fantastic singer, and I think he's really good. Um, is he overrated? Definitely, uh, but I think he's I think he's a good singer. I think people like him. Okay, people like him more than more than they really think they like him. I, if that I, makes I could sense. See that. All right, Elvis Presley, Blue Christmas, dude, classic man. We're gonna put that in the pretty good. Put it, put it pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. I okay. like, I like that one. Uh, Canon in D. Oh, uh, that's the. Uh... That's the kids' choir song. Okay, is this just like the standard, or is this like, or is it like this is the, the Trans Siberian Orchestra? This is the standard one. Oh, man. If it's Trans Siberian Orchestra version, which they have like the shredding, like like sweet picking, sweet picking that's guitars, God-tier. that's definitely God's here. But yeah, it's man. Just... All right, so then there's Carol the Bells by various artists. So okay, pro- various artists. If it's various artists, we can we can assume our favorite um, okay. person who did it. Carol the Bells by Trans Siberian Orchestra is fantastic live. It is a great performance. It's it's a pretty good song. Pretty good. Pretty good, good song. Our next Elvis. Okay, then we got the Christmas song by Alvin and the Chipmunks. The I'm sorry, the Alvin the the Chipmunk uh, song, uh, Chipmunks don't don't. Don't be, don't be late. Christmas, don't be late. Christmas, don't be late. By Alvin the Chipmunks. Okay, have you ever heard anybody that's like, "Hey, I like this song." Not good. No, no, no. Not good is for is for songs that people like, but I oh, don't so understand. It's, it's just trash. It's a trash song. Right. It's anything Alvin the Chipmunks on this list needs to be dedicated, just thrown straight into the trash. Right. I don't need to explain myself. Just listen to it. Okay. So. After this next one, there's one coming up that we are is going to be it's going to be a cause for debate. All okay. right. So the next song is "Christmas, Please, Baby, Please Don't, Please, Baby, Please Come Home" by various artists. Oh. Um, I mean, the Eagles version is pretty good. So we just put it in background. Uh, we'll put it in okay. Yeah, put it in the okay category. Like, like it's it's not one of the Eagles' best songs, but. But it's not. It's not. It's but not. It's not. It's not a bad song. Like, like that song musically holds up. It. If I mean, obviously, it's it's it has those cheesy Christmas elements to it. But I mean, it's it's yeah. not bad. It's okay. All right, Christmas Cannon by Trans Siberian Orchestra. Pretty good, man. It's a pretty great song. Not God tier. I don't. We, we, we gotta save. We gotta save God tier. Okay. Um. Uh. Christmas Eve. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Put that one again. It's a pretty great. Oh, Christmas Eve. That's yeah. the um. That's the big one. That's that one. Okay, that's God tier. Okay. That's that. Look, hey, any guitar player out there who wants a, a who wants a good song to play that it's not insanely hard but sounds really hard. Christmas Eve. Trans Siberian Orchestra. I think any guitar player can show some mad respect to Trans Siberian Orchestra too. Well, there's a way to play that little that little. Um, the tapping portion at the end—it sounds really hard, but once you kind of work on it, it's not that bad. And it's a—it's a very challenging song to play, but it's really not as hard as 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 what it sounds like. Okay, as I will say, but it's uh, good. God tier. Okay, 
I, this is a song that I haven't heard, I don't think, in a while, but the artist is just automatically blah. Uh, but Christmas Lights Coldplay. I don't think I've ever heard that I song. Don't, I don't, uh, haven't heard this song. It's and, trash. But because it's Coldplay, it's going straight to the trash. What Christmas Means to Me, Various Artists. I don't, I don't know. This I haven't one. heard that one. Background music. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Christmas shoes. Okay. Does anybody actually like Christmas shoes? That doesn't listen to it ironically, like, oh, it's such a great song, but they all know it's it's it's, it's really not. Look, no. I'm thinking not good because there, there's some people that like this song. Who? Okay. If you're listening and you li- and you sincerely <laughs> like the song Christmas Shoes, I need to hear from you because I refuse that you exist. I don't know, Jacob. You know, I think this is the first not good. Throw it in the not good. Because I think you're right. I think there are some people out there who listen to this song on like, on uh, like Christian radio. Yeah. And they're like, it's such a great story, Jacob. The story is so great. <laughs> I like my version better, Christmas Smokes, oh, but we don't have time gosh. for that. Um, House on Christmas Street by John. I don't know this one. I don't know that one either. Uh, Christmas Time is Here. Various artists. Christmas Time. Meh. Th- that, that's, that's, uh. Meh. Yeah, put it in the meh. That, okay. When I say Christmas songs that I kind of roll my eyes at because I, they're just so cringy and they, most of them sound the same. That's what I'm referring to songs like okay. that. Uh, Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift. Now, this one I have not heard. I haven't heard. Uh, I'm sure so if Taylor don't... Swift is something, I'm sure it's well-produced and it sounds nice. And Sonically, not, it's, it's, it's pleasurable. I'm but... pretty sure it's, if it's Taylor Swift's song, I'm pretty sure that it's it's uh, it's fine on its own, but I've never heard of it, so we're just going to put it in the meh. I think meh It's okay. a good category. Uh, Chris, <clears throat> Count on Christmas. Uh, I, I haven't heard that I one. Don't, I don't like the sound of it. Throw it in trash. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Dance at the Sugar Plum Fairy. Now, this is from the Nutcracker. Ooh. Again, Nutcracker is, uh... I think it's background classic, music, man. Background music. Yeah, so, I don't... I don't know anybody that just, like, goes on Spotify and just listens to the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. So, background yeah. music. Um, Deck the Halls, various artists. I don't... I don't... I don't like this one. I, I, just, I like this song. I just don't... We're putting it in okay. Oh, fine. Uh, Dominic the Donkey. Not this good. This is a real song. I've heard of this one. It's an infamous song. Yeah, people like it, but it's not good. So we're putting it in not good. Pe- who likes this song? The- Jacob, please. There there are people. Okay. We- I need to. Okay. Christmas Shoes and the Donkey Christmas Song. If you like these, I need to hear from you. We'll have you on the show. Okay. All right. <laughs> Explain yourself. All right. Do they know it's Christmas? Band Aid. Again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I do not know this one. You don't. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Dun dun dun. Yeah, it's, it's dun, got, it's dun, got, dun. it's got Bono. It's, it's like, it's like the, it was. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that song. Um. Background music. No, it's, it's, it's okay. We're putting uh, it, we're putting it, and it's okay. We'll come back to it. Okay, I just. Uh, do you hear what I hear by various artists? I'm gonna put that one in pretty good. I like that song. <sighs> Okay, it's a that kind of falls into the more biblical Christmas um, songs, and not so much the the secular. I think I think those are different. Um, 
Those I find a lot, well, a lot less cringy. Besides the Mary Did You Knows of the world, that I just eh. yeah, that that can be a little bit much. Okay, now this one is probably going to be the first god tier. What, uh, baby? Please come home for Christmas, the Eagles. Wait, didn't we already do that one? No, no, no. I think we got it wrong. No, no, no. So we did a various artist version, I think, and then we yeah, assumed... but this is this is the Eagles version. Okay, well then put it. Okay, I voted where that first one was supposed to be based on the Eagles version. So we, put we, it. Where... We put it. We put it as okay. Okay, I put it as okay. But, but because this is the Eagles version, fine. It's... Put it. Put, put it. Put it pretty good. Pretty it's good. A pretty good song. Okay. Okay, you. Oh gosh, go away. All right, you make it feel like Christmas. I don't know that. I don't know that song. All right, this Skip w- it. This one we all know. Feliz Navidad. Okay. I'm kind of meh on. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of meh on Feliz Navidad. Background music. We'll we'll, we'll cut the difference and put oh, it. Oh, fine. Music. Put in background music. Uh, the first Noel. No. Background music. Yeah, this, this is the, the definition. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Trash. You know, I, I'm not like sad about that pick at all. Uh, uh, God rest ye merry gentlemen by Pentatonics, trash. Yeah, Pen- anything anything by Pentatonics is falling into the trash bin. I'm sorry if you like them, but <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't in good conscience. Not because of the song, but because it's Pentatonics. Yeah, exactly. Now, if that was a various artist, I'd be. It's an okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Pentatonics going in trash. All right, God rest ye merry gentlemen, various artists. Yeah, put that in okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentatonx version's not actually going into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. For some reason, some people actually <laughs> like the song. Folks, the song is not good. Trash? It's not good. It's not a good okay. song. Put it in the not good category. All right. Greatest time of year by Allie and AJ? I don't skip that. I don't know. Uh, you're mean one, Mr. Grinch. Trash. Meh. Put it in the mad category. I'm okay. I'm kind of indifferent. It's a little cringy. It's a little sus, but like it's it's kind of whatever. Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. C- C- I can't. I can't. Cohen. Leonard Cohen. Le- Hallelujah. I don't. I I I do I do not know this one. I don't know. Skip it. Skip it. We're gonna put it. I think I've heard this, but I'm gonna put it in meh. Is this the uh, is, is this the Shrek song? I I don't remember. I I don't remember because there's is this the song that the 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 playing Shrek the and the, how does it? It's um. Well, hey, look it up real quick. Hold on, hold on. Pull it up real quick. All right, so uh, I'll ha- play a I'll play a second. While you're looking that up, who made I'll, it? Uh, Leonard Cohen. Why you're Why you're looking that up? I'm gonna go with the next song. Happy Xmas War is over by John and Yoko. Trash. No. No, not good. <laughs> No, not John Lennon. <laughs> Hold on. Let this... We're going to get struck for this, though. Yeah, that, that's his That's it's his song, but people have oh, taken it. Yeah. Okay, because, it, because it's Shrek, it's a pretty good song. Okay. We'll put it in pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, uh, Inglesias Deo... Uh, various I artists. Like, look, I kind of like. Yeah, we're putting that in pretty good. I like that song. I like playing it. It's fun to play. Yeah. Um, it gets the it gets the audience and the congregation engaged. I like it pretty good. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, various artists. Um, we're putting that in. Is that the Andy Williams or is that, is that the, it's the just Bing Crosby? Various artists. We'll, we'll put it. We'll put it in background music because we don't know the artist. 
It's various artists. Okay, that's fine. Because you got to count for all the trash. Here comes Santa Claus. Various artists. I don't like here comes Santa. We'll put it in meh. I I don't like that one. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Not good. That's a not look. Some people like that song. Here's here's another version of the song, but which by different artists. Not good. Not good. Holly Jolly Christmas. Various artists. Background music. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Holy Night, various artists. We'll put that in. Uh, but okay, it's oh, okay. I'd say it's okay. Okay, it's an okay song. All right. There's no place like home for the holidays. Perry Como. Mm-hmm. I like that song. It's it's sappy. It's stupid. But uh, yeah, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Various artists. We're gonna assume what the Bing Crosby version. I'm guessing. Is it Bing? Or is this Frank Sinatra? No, it's not Frank Sinatra doesn't sing that one. It's, I yeah. think it's Bing. Yeah, Bing Crosby sings that. We'll put it in okay. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a fair spot to put it. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock, again, by various artists. Um, is it the... Are, now, are we going to assume that this is the Hollow Notes version? The Hollow Notes version is a, is a pretty good version, uh, just because you have... Um, 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 but because it's various artists, I think we should put it as okay. It's it's better than yeah, background music. Yeah, I mean, music. so John Oates is John Oates is a guitar work on that on that song is really really yeah. good. I There's didn't, too many various didn't, artists. Didn't Chuck Berry do a version of that as well? He I did it. Say. He did it. It's you're thinking you're you're on the th- right track, but it's a different song. He did uh, run 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 Rudolph, run Rudolph, which that that's we're we're, we're almost there. That's gonna okay. Uh, Jingle Bells, various artists. I I hate that. Song. I don't. It's I do trash. not. I don't. I don't like Jingle Bells. Uh, Joy to the world. Um. I would, okay. I'll put it. Yeah, it's it's an okay. Song. I I like the Chris Tomlin Unspeakable Joy version because it has that, it has that, that second like that second chorus whatever that makes the song kind yeah. of interesting and not so old sounding. Uh, but uh, it's a fair spot to put it. All I want for Christmas is you, Kelly Clarkson. Trash. <sighs> it's it's already it's already in trash. Uh, yeah. Under the mistletoe, Kelly, Kelly Clarkson and Brett's. I can't see his I last name. Uh, I, I'm just gonna put it in trash. Uh, Kelly Clarkson again, wrapped in red again. Trash. I think you see a theme here. Um, last Christmas, various artists. Now, if this isn't the Wham, I why is, is it even there, on the list? Is there a is there a Wham version of the song later down? Uh, yes. Is okay. It, and, and matter of fact, it's there. Okay, well, there's three. Skip. Hang on. There's three last Christmases on here. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's various artists: Taylor Swift and then Wham. Okay. Well, Wham is the only one that we consider, and that is a god tier. Christmas yes, song. I would have to agree with you on uh, that. Wham's Last Christmas is, is a god tier song because you have George Michael and uh, that's all in songs. That's all you just said. Right. Uh, Let it snow again. Various artists. I'm gonna put meh. this in meh. Yeah, meh. I, I think it's we're just kind of. Uh, I firmly disdain this song, Little Drummer Boy. It's going into trash. I hate that. Song. <laughs> firmly disdain Little Drummer Boy. I hate that song. Um, okay, here we go. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Not good. <laughs> Oh, Santa, Mariah Carey, again with Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande, again, not good. You need to explain yourself on these. I don't think, I don't think this needs any explanation. It is a terrible song. She, her vocal range is not real. <laughs> her vocal range is not real. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. 
I think, but I don't know. Come enough. on, man. I Come on. Have you listened to any? I, I I get bombarded with my Mariah Carey at work, and I'm serious. Her vocal range. There is no way like anyone can sing that high. Sounds like a dolphin talking to you. Even dogs can't understand her. I don't know if that's true or not, yeah, okay, but I'm not. I don't have enough energy to fight you right we're now. We're gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> a marshmallow world, various artists. I I don't know who this. I don't know these songs. I, you don't know. You don't know marshmallow world. No, no marshmallow world. It's a marshmallow world. No, I don't know that one. Background music. I. Uh, okay, who? Mary, did you know? Pentatonics. Trash. No, no, I think that falls into, into a not good category, because people not actually good. like pentatonics. People like, That's true. Some people like that song. I'm like, why? It's not a good song musically. It's not a good song lyrically. It's not even biblically accurate. She, she had full well. She knew. <laughs> she knew everything. There was there was no mystery as to did, 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 Mary, did you like if if someone if, if Mary were alive today and that somebody sang to her she'd be like I, I I knew everything like you know that whole part about you know like the, the whole angel, like, angel visiting me <laughs> angel yeah. visiting explaining the whole thing it was it was pretty clear yeah oh my gosh <laughs> I hate it so much uh Hakaliki Maka uh by Rex Anderson I mean that's a Christmas vacation classic only because it was in vacation I will put it in pretty good yeah okay that's fair. Oh, come on. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I swear, if you lose the list. Please don't do this to me. <sighs> we lost it. Wait, it's coming back. Okay. <laughs> I was like, well, we are, we are not doing this again. Okay, let me let me close some of these tabs. So Yeah, you're, yeah Google Chrome is just eating up your memory right now. Okay, while this is reloading because it's going... Very slow. What do we have in the God tier? So far, we have uh, Christmas Eve by Trying to Save Rain Orchestra. Yeah. Um, I know there's another. We have Last we Christmas have by, Wham. by Wham. Did we just put another one up there? No, nah, that's all to be put up there. Okay. I t- look, I, t- I told you folks that the the whole God tier portion was going to be pretty, pretty bare. And the trash and not good was going to be pretty full on this as one. As far as this goes right now, the one with the most amount of... <laughs> <laughs> Songs is trash and not good. <laughs> the, what did I say? The one with the second most is background music and okay. <laughs> I think it pretty much shows you where we're at. Okay, well, hey, we're we're getting we're getting okay. Here, next song we have on the list is um, oh come on come on just a little bit more. Uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus by the Jackson Five. Little Michael. Mm. Do, we, don't, do we judge Michael as he died? No, no, no. Or judge no. Michael Gotta as judge he lived? As little Michael. Um, I actually don't hate the Jackson 5 versions of the Christmas songs. I think they're I good. Um, I think that... They're okay. Um, me, yeah, I'd say okay is a good spot. I think that musicianship-wise, they're fantastic. And, of course, uh, Michael Jackson as a kid is, is a, you know, it's a vocal prodigy. Um, so I think musically and, and uh, performance-wise, they hold up. 
as far as the song goes, it's a pretty trash song. So I think that they elevate the trash song to about that okay spot. Right. In my opinion. Uh, it's a wonder. It's the most wonderful time of year by Michael Bubble. This is uh, the, the, now my favorite version of the song is the Andy Williams version. Yeah, I'd have to agree. But because it's Michael Bubble, I think we'll put it as okay. Yeah, that's a good spot to put it. it, it it's okay. It's not fantastic. The Andy Williams version, I'd say, I'd put it. That's into the... that's a god tier. Uh, oh, Tannenbaum, various artists. Again, this is one of those I could just really. I've probably about. heard this song once in my life. It's not trash. It's meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, come all you faithful, various artists. This one. Did we already do this one? Uh, no, we didn't. Yeah, I'm sure we did, dude. No, we did not. Jacob, I'm the one with the list here. I would know. Oh, come all you faithful is background music. It's not my favorite. That's a fair point. You're a wee, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I think we've already done this one. This one's just put it different. in the same spot it was at before. Uh, it was in. Well, we put it in meh. No, I. Nah, that's fine. Put it. Put it in meh. Okay, whatever. Uh, oh, Santa, Mariah Carey, trash. Uh, Winter Wonderland, here comes Santa Claus by Snoop Dogg. I've never heard of it. I'm not a fan of Snoop Dogg. Trash. He can cite the Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh, rocking Around the Christmas Tree, various artists. Now, I'm thinking of the Brenda Lee version, I think, is who. I think this is the one that everyone, whenever it thinks of the song, is one that comes to mind. So we're just going to assume that the first version that comes to mind is what we're going to judge it off of. So background music or... Ethics? Yeah, I think Rockin' on the Christmas Tree is the definition of just background, mediocre uh, music and Christmas music. Yeah. Um, Last Christmas by Taylor Swift. Okay, we, we, we skipped that one. Yeah, uh, I've never Rudolph the it. Red-Nosed Reindeer by Various Artists. This one, I... I don't, I don't like this one. It's meh. I don't like it. Uh, let's see. Run, Run, Rudolph, Chuck Berry. That is a... That's a good song. Uh, yeah, that's pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. It's Chuck. I mean, it's Chuck Berry. So, uh, let's see. Okay, we're almost to the end here. Uh, Santa Baby, uh, trash. I don't like Santa. Tell me, Ariana but... Grande, not good. <laughs> Santa Baby always. Okay, is the most... now Santa Claus is coming to town. If this is the Bruce Springsteen version, is there a Bruce Springsteen version? No. Okay, but it's various Can artists, we... so we're going to assume okay, that it's Bruce Springsteen. Okay, so we're going to. Full disclosure, we, when, when we rate this, we are rating it based off the Bruce Springsteen live Santa Claus is Coming to Town with the Clarence saxophone solo, God tier. God tier. That's no question about it. Uh, let's see. Santa's Coming for Us. S-I-A? I don't know who that is. Not good. Silent Night. I call everything we don't know is just not good. Silent Night. Yeah. Various artists. I don't, I don't really care for Silent Night. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a strong meh, meh on this one. Okay. Uh, silver bells. I don't, trash. I, don't, I hate silver bells. I disagree. Sleigh ride. I thinking I'm thinking of the sleigh ride. How does that one go again? I'm thinking of a classic Christmas song. I can't remember the artist, but it's a, it's called Sleigh Ride. And it's got the it's, it's one with the whip cracks in it. Oh, it's the instrumental. Yeah. So it, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I actually like uh, that song. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. That's all right. Uh, the Snow Meister song, the Heat Meister song. That's from the That's classic. That's from the animated. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I couldn't even. Meh. I couldn't even uh, hum it to you. I have no idea how it background goes. Background music. So yeah, background music. Okay. Um, someday at Christmas. I don't know. Just skip it. 
A Mad Russian's Christmas, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I've never heard of that song. <laughs> a Mad Russian's Christmas. That sounds like my kind of Christmas party. You know, skip it because I haven't heard it and I want to give an opinion on a song I haven't heard. Um, oh, but we will for every Mariah Carey song or Ariana <laughs> No, Rodney I've heard every Mariah Carey song. I've heard the Pentatonics versions. Well, I, I, I just skipped they them play as soon the as mall. You can't go to the mall. That's true, that's true. And it's just like, oh, okay, it's, you know, what? it's whatever Christmas song. And then, right. and then you hear the boom, 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 boom in the background. And you're like, oh, why are you going to ruin good my God. God, why are you going to ruin my evening? He's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> It's the just, three, just it's the unnecessary six-part harmony. Are you are you so broke you can't afford a hundred dollar Squire bass and and freaking GarageBand? You can't afford GarageBand, a free application for every single Apple computer, oh. which has better bass and drum effects than your freaking voice. Now listen, it's a I'm, I, I, I I am so over these. It's it's tacky, it's trendy, it, it it's not it doesn't sound good. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's so impressive. Yeah, it's impressive to go boom 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 boom. <laughs> okay. Alright, we're gonna move on. Alright, underneath I'm sick of it. <laughs> underneath the tree Stop it! <laughs> Shut up. Shut up <laughs> Underneath the tree, Kelly Clarkson. I don't I don't know this one. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> here's the one here's the one here's the song i hate the most where are you christmas stop i'm done i can't do this anymore there's not a there's not if, a if, big if enough category oh, for not for, good my, my mouth my microphone stand just fell off the freaking table here this is devolving into a mess look i i don't like that movie <laughs> And one of the main reasons I don't like that movie, I think it's the worst Christmas movie ever, <laughs> is because of this freaking song. I hate the song. Look, look, look. There was a guy once who I knew, and he broke it down for me. I know who me. you are. Yes. Who are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> Where have you Christmas? She sang it like she dropped it, like she dropped $5 on the street. Oh, my gosh. I've lost my Christmas. Oh, I lost my phone. <laughs> I lost Where my... are you? Where so are you, Chris? Phone! Why can't I find you? Like, like you lost your car keys. I hate this song. <laughs> okay. There's this not is, there's not a big enough but, category for not good. But I'm feeling a strong zero okay. and a not good on this song. Okay. Put it put it put it first and then and the not good. Can you can you put it first? How about last and the not good? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I hate that song so <clears throat> freaking much. Alright, White yeah. Christmas, various artists. Now we're assuming the Bing Crosby. We're version. assuming the Bing Crosby from the movie. Yeah, so, that's a good song. So to me, this is this is this is in between pretty good and God tier. See, I think we're gonna put it pretty good. I think where where people misunderstand. I'm trying to talk in the microphone. I'm trying to fix the stand. So I apologize. But I think where people get the confusion on where I hate Christmas songs is there used to be a lot of really really good um, songs out there that came out. And they were these big band swing jazz things that 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 you know took took a lot of tremendous talent, um, and then uh, that apparently just like went away. Um, and White Christmas is definitely one of those. Um, all right, we're, we're back in order now. Um, White Christmas is definitely one of those one of those remnants of like it sounds like an old school Hollywood song, but also well, I, I mean, but it also is. but I'm saying though is it has that very old school Hollywood feel to it. But also happens to be a Christmas song. So to me, I think that's kind of a win-win right. in that regard. Winter Wonderland. 
various artists. I can never I picture this song without the meme. I mean, have I showed you this meme? I, mean, I don't think you have. It's a picture of a Christopher Walken, and it's a picture of him wearing a white suit walking through a wintry forest, and it says, Walking in a Winter Wonderland. <laughs> wow, the snow, it's on the ground. This is crazy. Oh, I'm not trying to find it. The snow, it's cold. <laughs> Oh, they make sweaters. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, there, there, let me show you what pulled up. There it is. <laughs> walking in a winter I wonderland. Take my picture. I'm walking <laughs> in a winter wonderland. This is crazy. Um, to be honest, with the song is kind of meh. I feel. I, I think it's a. I think it's a background music song, though. I. I Come I, on, I, isn't that great? Walking. That, in the winter. I want you to buy me that sweater. I love that sweater. So. I want that for a late birthday present. Oh, it's so great. Okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <clears throat> oh, uh, gosh. Trash. That I... I, mean, I wouldn't say trash. But no, it's, it's a, trash. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, Wizards in Winter, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? I, I I don't... I haven't listened to a lot I, of Trans-Siberian Orchestra. What? But I'm just skip it. Okay. Now, this, this next one, uh, preface, I'm a huge fan mountains of respect for this man but this song is trash wonderful christmas paul mccartney it's trash yeah i, I mean i wouldn't say it's trash I, I, i'd put it in the meh category no, it, no, no 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 it's trash i do think that this is um other this is definitely one of the one of the biggest fails in bill in paul mccartney's career um, the fact that people still play it to this day on the radio baffles me, because it's 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 really really it's really not a good song, and I get that you know it has the pedigree of you know having a a, a Beatle who wrote it, which I mean I I understand the appeal to that, uh, but it it's, it's it's not a good song. It's not. Good. All right, so let's review. God tier. We have uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra's uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Wham's Last Christmas and Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town live version with the Clarence saxophone. Solo. I, that sounds about actually. That sounds about right for our for our group anyway. Yeah. All right. Pretty good. We've got Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas. Who did we decide the Carol of Bells was? Was that the Trans Siberian Orchestra? Right. Okay. That. Christmas Canon Trans Siberian Orchestra again. Uh, do you hear what I hear? Did we decide who that was? Was that the Bing version or was that the Dean Martin version? Uh, one of the two. Or it's just based it. on the song. I think it's based on the song. Anyway, next we got the Eagles. Please come home for Christmas again. Pretty good song. Um, hark the Ale, hark the herald angels sing. Uh, we got Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. We've got the um, the Eddie uh, cousin Eddie in the pool song, the Halakalikimaka song, uh, Run Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry, Sleigh Ride, the instrumental version with the whip crack, and then we got White Christmas Bing Cos Bing Bing Crosby's version. In the OK category. We have uh, Michael uh, Bubbles, uh, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. We have uh, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, Deck the Halls, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid, uh, Oh Holy Night, um, and God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. And did we decide that's the Andy Williams song? No, no. That's a Perry. No. It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Who did we decide that was? Cause it's very I heard it was the, being, the, the Andy Williams version. No, it's the, that's, that's the one I'm thinking of. Anyway. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock, we decided was the Hollow Notes version. Uh, Joy to the World, uh, it's just okay. Um, 
I saw Mommy Kiss Santa Claus by Jackson 5. We decided that was okay. It's big, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year by Michael Bubba. We said it also was okay. Background <coughs> music. 12 Days of Christmas, we decided, was background music. Josh Groban's Believe, again. Uh, what Christmas Means to Me, uh, again. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, Feliz Navidad, First Noel, Have Yourself Merry Christmas, Holly Dolly Christmas, There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays, A Marshmallow World, All Completely Faithful, Rock Around the Christmas Tree, uh, The Meister Song, and Winter Wonderland. Pretty fair. Background music in the meh, meh category. Uh, baby, It's Cold Outside. Meh. <clears throat> Not going there. Canon in D, uh, Christmas Time is Here. Uh, Christmas tree farm. How do we? How did that get put in meh? The Taylor Swift? No, trash. I don't know how you. Trash. You, you made the list. Uh, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. We also decide was meh. Here comes Santa Claus. Let it snow. Otenabam. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch again. Uh, Rudolph Radio's reindeer and Silent Night are all in the meh yeah, category. category. In and then coming in the trash wow. category, we have uh, the Chipmunk song. Yeah. Christmas lights by Coldplay. Uh, Count on Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, Oh God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, Pentatonics, Jingle Bells, All I Want for Christmas, Kelly Clarkson, Christmas Tree Farm, Taylor Swift, Under the Mistletoe, Kelly Clarkson, Wrapped in Red, Kelly Clarkson, Little Drummer Boy, Winter Wonderland by Snoop Dogg, Santa Baby, Silver Bells, Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarkson, Wish You Were, Wish You a Merry Christmas, and then Wonderful Christmas by Paul McCartney. All are just. Bleh. Trash. Not good. Christmas shoes, number one. Yep. Dominic the donkey. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Uh, Happy Xmas War is over by uh, uh, a, a, a dead man and his crazy wife. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is the one that's going to break us. <clears throat> oh, oh, man. Gosh. The professionalism is just oozing out of us. All right. I'm like off mic. Try not to cry because Joe is just... Oh. So my little insensitive. Anyway, uh, I, want a, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Not good. Uh, again, not good. The song by a different person, not good. All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey, not good. Oh, Santa, Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson, not good. Uh, Mary, Did You Know, Pentatonix, not good. I wish there was a lower a lower possible. Should we make a, a separate category for Pentatonix? <laughs> Just put the Pentatonix <laughs> at the bottom. It's the hublot of, uh, of, uh, of watches. Uh, oh, Santa by Mariah Carey, not good. Santa Tell Me, Ariana Grande, not good. Santa's Coming for Us by Sia? Not good. And then Where Are You Christmas <laughs> by Faith it's Hill? Not good. Not good. And then the ones that we did not rate because we couldn't remember or didn't know the artist was uh, Backdoor Santa. Didn't know that one. Mm. Uh, that one sounds a little sketchy. <laughs> um, House on a Christmas Street. Uh, you Make It Feel Like Christmas by I Can't Even See the Lames. Christmas Time of Year by Allie and AJ. Last Christmas by various artists. Okay, because there's only one version of Last Christmas. Let's be honest. Uh, Someday at Christmas, A Mad Russian's Christmas, and then 
uh, Wizards in Winter. We, those were honorable mentions that did not get chosen. How do you feel about this list, Jacob? I would say it's an objectively true list, and any sort of disagreement with the list is a heresy. Can't say I disagree I there. Think, I, I think that I think that this is an objective list for things that are right. If you want to get a screenshot of it or you want to save it, I will post on the Substack for my Christmas music recommendations. Um, because because I think that the holiday times are stressful enough. Um, but listen, they're stressful, and you don't need to make your life more stressful by by listening to bad music, right? I I can't disagree. Okay, life's hard. Life's hard enough. But you don't need to make it even extra hard whenever you have just bad music playing in the background. So hopefully this will help you what to listen to, which is which is, which to be fair, there's not a whole lot up and there. And what to avoid. And what to avoid, which there's quite a bit. So I think this is a good a good list. I think that we have done our job. I hope we have steered you all in the right direction. I think so as well. Well, if you made it through that, congratulations, you are just as crazy as we are. But uh, but anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back. Uh, on Friday with yeah, with another episode of this here show, then Monday, and then it's Christmas, and then you won't hear from us probably till after the New Year. So, yep. Yeah, I mean, we we might do if there's something to talk about next week. I might do like a Thursday episode before Christmas, maybe maybe the Christmas wrap up, and then uh, I'll do one episode, at least one episode before New Year's. But if you want, if you're like. Hey, I just I gotta hear the, these two idiots' opinions. I I need to listen to what they have to say. Well, awesome! I have great news for you. My Substack, LibertyOverdrive.substack.com. You can read all my thoughts. I'm working on I'm, I'm working on a full length, um, year end kind of Liberty post on my thoughts and takes of of 2021 in the Liberty movement, and uh, um, a l- little white pill for everybody. Um, it's good. I'm working on it. Got about a third of it done now. Um, it's going to be kind of a pretty lengthy article, so hopefully you guys have some time to read it and digest it and understand uh, um, what I'm trying to say. Look for me in the comments below. Yeah, whenever it's like a minute old and you're like, wow, great post, Jacob. <laughs> really read it all. Been up for 30 seconds. Oh, great post. <laughs> Just likes it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you also can support the show by going to the to the Patreon and the links in the description. Um, five bucks a month gets you... Uh, um, early access to every single episode. She so can listen to our um, ignorance twenty four hours before before everybody else, which is pretty cool. Um, you also can buy a t shirt, Teespring store. I wrote a whole article or wrote a whole post about um, me wearing the shirts that uh, our Standing Brothers show, shirts uh, to Disney. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the little shameless plug uh, there. But uh, yeah, check that out. Send the send the show an email, the Standing Brothers Show at gmail dot com. Best way to get in touch with us is there. Best way to never miss an episode is to follow the show on Spotify, Apple Music, and you'll get notifications directly to your phone about that. Joe, anything else? That's it. Goodbye.